keep talking about the Thursday night football game between the Colts and the Broncos as though it was the worst football game ever played. Colts won the game 12-9. No touchdowns were scored. Fans of defense should have loved this game. Cannot an NFL game be outstanding because defenses stop offenses? Can't that happen? Sure it can happen. We'll talk about it a little bit. We'll also talk about the AFC South. A little bit of a mess. How messy is it? Over the last decade, how messy has the AFC South been? Is it as rotten a division as people say it is? We're going to talk about that. We'll also talk about the rankings of quarterbacks according to QBR and passer rating. And really, passer rating we're going to focus on more than anything else because I think passer rating more... It better approximates the value of a quarterback in terms of winning games. Where does Matt Ryan rank in terms of passer rating? We're going to talk about that. Uh, The Panthers fired Matt Rule. I don't care about the Panthers. And Baker Mayfield has a high ankle sprain. What are you going to do? A guy hadn't had a decent quarterback in his time at Carolina. How the hell was he supposed to win? So he's turned loose. Uh, with his $62 million or a significant portion of it. Seven years, $62 million. What was his contract? Honest to God, seven years, $62 million. And less than three years into it, you shoot him. What are you doing? We're going to talk about whether a college should hire Matt Rule without having its own program crater. I think that's interesting. The hiring strategies of athletic directors we'll talk about. Uh, Rod Carey's first uh, press conference as the new offensive line coach at Indiana. I like him, so we're going to talk about him a little bit as the replacement to Darren Hiller. And IU basketball, pick number one by Big Ten Media. Hooray! Big Ten Media. What the hell? What are we doing? Right? Do it on the floor. Earn something, for God's sake. Win some games. Then we're going to get excited. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. BUSR, deposit $100 in your initial deposit, and you're going to get $25 in free casino chips that you can use to play blackjack, craps, uh, slots, whatever you want. Fantastic. What better way is there to while away the time? you got a little bit of extra time. Have some fun with some meat to it. Go to BUSR.com backslash Kent, deposit, and you can deposit up to 1000 bucks, and you're going to get $1,000 in free play in in the uh, sports book. So there's that, too. Hit the subscribe button. Push the like button. Ring the bell so you get an alert every single time we go live, which is twice every week, uh, every weekday. So 10 times a week, plus post games that are awesome kidding me and uh you know what we're going to give away the contents of a prize egg uh the prize egg that'll be later this week can't wait to give stuff away i love giving stuff away all right let's talk about sports let's talk about the indianapolis colts uh no injury updates today from frank reich and his media availability uh, had no idea kind of where guys are in terms of their rehab they're going to go through that today, tomorrow, Wednesday a little bit. We'll see the injury report for the Jaguars game this coming Wednesday. Where's Jonathan Taylor? We'll find out Shaq Leonard. Where's he? 
How about Julian Blackman, for goodness sake? How about Naheem Hines? We'll find out about all of these guys as the week progresses. Taekwon Lewis as well. All right, the AFC South. Over the course of the last 10 seasons, including this one. All right, so this is part of that 10 seasons. The AFC South is 78 games under 500. you You've got to remember that the AFC South, when they play against other AFC South teams, you're going to have a win, you're going to have a loss, or you're going to have a tie. So the difference in wins and losses is against teams from other divisions. Make sense? That's math. I know we don't like math, but we're talking a little bit of math. Uh, 78 games beneath 500. Only one of the, of the previous 10 seasons, including this one, has the AFC South finished with a, a record above 500. Another time, it finished with a record at exactly 500. This year, 8, 10, and 2, the record of the AFC South. Uh, last year, it was 28 and 40, 12 games under 500. The year before that, 27 and 37. Uh, the AFC South is not very good. And then you look at the postseason, really not very good. The only team over the last 10 years, and this is 2012 through 2021 because we haven't gotten to the postseason in 2022. You understand what I'm saying? All right. Uh, only one team with a winning record, that's the Jaguars at 2-1, and one, and they've only made the playoffs once in that decade. They got all the way to the AFC Championship game. The Colts lead the division in playoff wins. I'll bet you didn't know that, and you wouldn't have guessed it. They're 4-5 over the last 10 postseasons. The Titans and the Texans, 3-5 each. Combined, the division is 12-16 with a big goose egg in terms of Super Bowls. Ain't been to a Super Bowl. I think they've been to three AFC championship games, no Super Bowls. There you go. And again, this game Thursday night, I know 12-9, to 9, you know, Al Michaels is, is talking about the game not being a very, it, it, was, not a, uh, it, it was not a beautiful thing, certainly. But it was a really good defensive game, and there were terrific defensive plays, chief of which two by Stephon Gilmore. One, a pick, and the other, a pass breakup at the end of the game where, uh, you know what, they go for it. On fourth down, instead of clinching a tie, they go for the touchdown to win the game right there. Coach Hackett does, and what happens? Stephon Gilmore cuts the route short, bats the ball. It wasn't a matter of Russell Wilson throwing it short. It wasn't. It was the angle that Stephon Gilmore took. Stephon Gilmore is as smart a cornerback as there is in the game, and watching him play should bring you great pleasure, as it did all of us Colts fans on Thursday night. So the Jaguars coming to town this Sunday. You win that game. Look, I got people making comments on this channel that uh, are like, uh, the Colts are toast. They need to tank. If the Colts win this weekend, they're tied atop the AFC South. The Titans have a bye. So if the Colts win, they go to 3-2-1. and one. And the Titans will be 3-2. and two. So the Colts will be tied, a virtual tie, for the AFC South lead. You want to tank? This is what you want to do? Now listen, 
if you want to, there's no question, they got to fix a quarterback situation. And Matt Ryan, through five games, and I think through five games, we have an idea who Matt Ryan is, right? Matt Ryan is not going to wake up tomorrow morning and become, you know, Aaron Rodgers. It's not going to happen. He is who he is. Now, he's been able to win two football games late. He's been able to play well enough in the fourth quarter of two to get W's and well enough in the fourth quarter to come back from the dead against the Texans and win that game, uh, tie that game, and if Blankenship hits a field goal, they win that game. Matt Ryan is playing good football when the Colts need him to play good football, and there is something to be said for that. However, you look at Matt Ryan. He's ranked 25th in passer rating at 79.8. You get below 80 in passer rating. You're not real happy with your level of play, and your employer is not real happy with your level of play either. Davis Mills is 24th, just ahead of Matt Ryan. He's at 80.6. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, number 15, at 88. Ryan Tannehill, number 11, at 94.2. You would be surprised. Maybe not, but I'm kind of surprised to see how often the leader in a division in passer rating plays for the team that wins a division. It happens a hell of a lot. Quite a bit. Bring on Sam. Are, are we just, no offense, Larry, don't take offense to this, but are we psychotic? Are we just crazy people? Sam Ellinger, the third string guy. Could you imagine a coach having the stones to do that? Get me Sam. Sam, put on a put on some pads. Put on a helmet. It's go time. What are you talking about? He's the third string quarterback. He hasn't been active for any of the games. He can't play. Hasn't been active. For God's sake. Maybe he winds up being really, really good, but to think that he gives the Colts the best chance to win after we've seen him make exactly no throws in a regular season game, is crackers. Don't be crackers. Football, football's not some, like, crazy game where it's not Little League, where everybody gets a chance to pitch if they want. That's not what this is. You know, i got to play everybody three innings. That's the way it goes, win or lose, they all play. That's not what the NFL is. That's not what it does. Sam Ellinger is a wonderful human being who's faced adversity in his life, his brother's death incredibly tragic, and and it would be a great story if Sam Ellinger wound up being a starting quarterback in the NFL, made a lot of money, and won a lot of games, and won a Super Bowl. That'd be phenomenal. But just because it happened to another six-rounder named Tom Brady does not give, it doesn't hedge the bet that the Colts uh, pulled a rabbit out of their hat when they selected Sam Ellinger in the sixth round out of Texas. It just doesn't. I hope that one day it happens. But to think that he gives the Colts a better chance to win games than Matt Ryan, that, that's just not processing information at, at a high level. Matt Rule fired today. Carolina Panthers have had enough of Matt Rule. And uh, so uh, just over two years ago, they signed Matt Rule to a seven-year, $62 million contract to come coach the Panthers. This May, the owner said, I'm a huge Matt Rule fan. 
This is fantastic. We're sticking with him. Well, you know what? Five months later, he's gone ski, and his pockets are full of cash. And so good for him. Nobody's dumber with cash than NFL owners. Nobody. And that goes for the, uh, for the Panthers. At any rate, if you don't have a quarterback, you have no job security. And so while we're talking about replacing Frank Reich, who in the hell is going to take this job? Who are you going to get unless you write a giant check like the Panthers did, a generational wealth check? How do you get somebody to come here when the quarterback position is so unsettled? But if you're a college and Matt Rule is out of work right now, and you've got a program that's a little bit wobbly, not, not just full-on, like, you know, awful, like Nebraska. Nebraska is going to find a permanent coach, right, after this season. They got the interim guy. They're going to find a permanent guy. Matt Rule would be a no-brainer for Nebraska. But what about a middle of the road? What about, like, um, I don't know, let, let's say, just for instance, Indiana. Indiana feels like, you know what, we're, we're really not very good. We're damn lucky to be where we're at. We're lucky to have beaten Illinois. We were lucky to beat Western Kentucky. Beating Idaho, you had to expect. But would it be worth Indiana's while to make that change? Would it be worthwhile for Purdue to make that change? Would it be worthwhile? How about Wisconsin? Go get Matt Rule. They fired Paul Christ. How about, I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer, right? How about Mizzou? Not a great program. Middling, not successful in the SEC. Go get Matt Rule. You got money to go do that. Is that worth it? Like, that, that was always interesting to me. When, when I managed radio uh, programming departments, you know, if you knew a guy was an upgrade, over, it's sometimes mediocrity is the worst thing you can have. Right, because it's never going to be bad enough to act on, unless you, you know, you're going after it and you're going after excellence, and you say, you know what, to hell with it. I got a guy over here. I did that once in St. Louis. Had a guy I liked him, really, really good dude. But I had another guy who was like awesome, and and filled a demographic need in terms of youth. And baseball experience. And, and so I was like, you know, I, I'll figure it out, but i got to get this guy in the air. It's a really hard decision, and it ruffles feathers. And it's not necessarily good for job security for an AD, but are you willing to push your chips in to become outstanding? What he did, what Matt Rule did at Baylor, he went from being 1-11 to being, uh, in the end, what was what was Matt Rule? Eleven and three his last year at Baylor. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Rod Carey's introductory presser seems like a great guy. Went to Indiana, graduated from Indiana, had a really good run at Northern Illinois, went to Temple. Things uh, got a little bit wobbly, as we say. And so now he's the offensive line coach at Indiana. He seems really happy. Uh, Indiana basketball picked number one by the media in the Big Ten. I'm going to be much more excited if they actually win it, instead of being proclaimed the presumptive winners prior to playing basketball at all. Jalen hood Shafino, proclaimed by the media to be the preseason freshman of the year. How you do that, I have no idea. 
This guy hadn't played a minute of college basketball yet, and yet the media, Big Ten media, is saying that guy is our guy. He's going to be the freshman of the year. Trace Jackson Davis missed by one vote being the preseason player of the year again. How do we make that determination? Hunter Dickinson, uh, the, fir- the number one guy, one vote, one first place vote ahead of Trace Jackson Davis. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. I can't wait to talk to you then. What a week this is going to be. Jacksonville, coming to town. You got to beat the Jaguars. Am I right? You damn right, I'm right. Like this video, subscribe if you don't already, and you're entered to win what is in the great, uh, the great golden prize egg. Nice.